It's the Low Score Podcast, starring Bobby Schweizer and Jason Ford. Hey, Bobby. How you doing? It has been a little bit since we've used this song. It has been a bit. Maybe a year? Maybe a year. Maybe, like, I, the last time I remember using it was the Gamers Club podcast. All right. Then let's say, like... Eight years? Uh, eight years? Yeah. <laughs> well, have we got a treat for you guys? We've just done uh, Big Episode 117. Right. But we're coming to you with a big, big December special. Tis the season... Crota's End is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dark Below was released just last Tuesday. We've played it. We've got all the hot strategies to, to take down Crota, to fulfill your Eris Morn bounties, um, how to properly upgrade your exotics. It's urgent news that all the low-score listeners are into, and we are here to provide them that vital information. I honestly have no idea what game you're even referring to. Talking about Destiny, of course! Oh, have Des- you not I- been playing Destiny Expansion 1, The Dark Below? Though all the words that you said sounded so, like, fantasy-like that I thought maybe you were referring to, like, a um, League of Legends or Hearthstone expansion. I have seen that which is called a god by the Hive. Is that the name and of a god? his name is Crota. He's got a big sword. Kratos? Crota! Crota, he's pissed. He's the so minions pissed. of Crota are being summoned on Earth and the Moon, and we must stop it. That's that's what we're talking about, right? No, we're not. That's talk- all I've done the last week. We're not talking about Destiny. No, instead we're going to talk about something that is more appropriate to the season: holiday songs. Oh, oh. well, I like holiday songs too. You know what else you like, Jay? What do I like? You like battles, brackets, tournaments, <sighs> matchups, lists. The best, uh, lo- well, I, I love lists, yes. but I also love lists of things, yeah. like songs. That's correct. So, um, in the spirit of the holidays, we're going to get contentious, we're going to get we down and dirty. And a true low-score tradition. And we are going to pick our favorite. Now, if you remember last year's true low-score tradition, getting down and dirty, yeah, that was Let's a, I don't talk about it. long podcast. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, and bad. Uh, but this year, we're doing something a little, a little lighter, a little on the lighter side. It's you and I, and we are here going over what is called the AOL Christmas Song Madness. Big AOL Christmas Song Madness with Bobby and Jay. Bobby, you're there. I'm over here. Jay, you're over there? Hi. And we are here to rank and rate all the top songs of the Christmas season as presented by AOL.com. No, they do not provide internet service anymore, but they do provide uh, free content. So, Well, I appreciate that. Whatever they've got to do, stay online. Now, Bobby, I don't know about you, but I love Christmas songs. I have come around on Christmas songs. You did not always love Christmas songs. No, it's I I wouldn't say that I did. I mean, as a kid, obviously, you like Christmas songs because it's something to do. Right? It puts uh-huh. you in the, the holiday spirit. There's a long time when it just did nothing for me. I think I had to do in part with saturation. Okay. You know, I'm still a person who refuses to listen to any Christmas song before Thanksgiving in the same way that I refuse to do all those oh, other things before Thanksgiving. 100%. If you put on a Christmas album before the completion of dinner on Thanksgiving, you're giving two double middle fingers to a beautiful holiday. Right. That is Thanksgiving. Probably the best holiday. Some would say Bobby would say, <sighs> uh, uh, Carrie would say as well. It's the portal of holidays. Okay. I don't. Okay. 
Boy, uh, Christmas is really good, but I don't even know if you can. Christmas is a whole season, right? And that's the but, thing. So Christmas gets so much time, and I was in the mall before Thanksgiving, and I heard it over the air. I was thinking, this does not work for me. I'm, I'm, I don't approve of this. But once I'm in it, I'm feeling in the mood. You know what? Let's get the book out with all the Christmas CDs in it. Bring it in the car because we have a CD player in our car. Very nice. And let's just let's just enjoy it because it is a way to bring up the spirit of Christmas long before Christmas proper begins like there are a number of, of christmas things that don't like you can't do the traditions of mm-hmm. at like the beginning or middle of december sure but yeah you still get hard in it if you want to listen to christmas music and there's so right. much of it to do there's so much of it from all different eras mm-hmm. so um you know these we've kind of got four quadrants broken up by uh broad categories but what what kind of christmas music do you guys like to listen to what do you what do you listen looking for when you go to the dial um Typically, I'm looking for, and this is kind of reflected in some of the choices that I've made here, I'm looking for uh, like a lot of 40s and 50s classics. You know, if it's a a Rat Pack style Christmas, I'm into that. Um, I do like a lot of down-tempo stuff. I'm not afraid of kind of a sad-sounding Christmas song. You know, I think there's a there's a place for things like that around the holidays and that everything doesn't have to be like all in your face. Everything is wonderful. But instead, there's mm-hmm. other ways of setting the mood. So that's typically what I go to. More things with lyrics. I like crooners, et cetera. How about you? Well, I think we're going to agree more often than not. I like you. I'm pretty traditional. I'm skeptical of any Christmas album that came out before, let's say, 1966. Um, even the modern Christmas stuff that I tend to lean on is very simple stripped down very pure things Mm -hmm. two of my favorites the she and him christmas album for a few years ago is really nice um and the amy mann christmas album is actually uh uh quite good in terms of stripped down you know i didn't there's there's no amy mann here so if there's any particular songs from amy mann that you like um i'll I'll let you know we can we can get Um, that in there there's some she and him in here but part of that you know like i i love um all all the crooner stuff you know Bing Crosby all day, orchestral stuff all day, mm-hmm. choirs all day. Um, my favorite record's got to be Christmas Gift for You from Spill, Phil Spector, that super famous 1963 album, Darlene Love, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And of course, Charlie Brown Christmas, right. you know, strong, uh, strong entry. I think I think you and I have the same favorite Christmas songs. And it'll be yeah. a question of, you know, what are the, the ins and outs of the other kinds of Christmas music? So what AOL has done, the editors of AOL have done, is they've put together a bracket of 100 and 28 songs. Okay. Uh, and they categorize them into four regions, four types of music, as you would if you're putting together a, a bracket, March Madness bracket. And uh, they have church favorites, traditional tunes, quirky ditties, modern playlists, and potpourri. No, no potpourri. No. Potent potables. Potent potables. And modern pra- playlists, some of the stuff is is quite modern. Some of it is like back half of the 20th century modern. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, it's hard to, to figure out how exactly they sort of separated this out. I think we could have done a pretty good job ourselves if we were putting it together, but it's not up to us to decide the matchups. It is us well, to decide the winners. Agreed. And that's okay, because I think the winners will arise. Now, Yes. Because I think we'll have to act some of our favorites here in some of these earlier brackets before we get to, gosh, this whole right side of the bracket, the quirky ditties and modern playlists could do without a lot of this crap. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's going to be interesting. We're going to dive into it. First things first, though. Yeah. Since it is the season. Oh, t- uh, yes. I have, a, I have a little dark room here. Beautiful. I have, I have this is our equivalent of coffee talk. Um, I'm holding in my hand an electric kettle beautiful oh okay in this cup 
honey, cloves, cinnamon, a little lemon, a little nutmeg. Wow. Just going to top that up. We're just going to make a little hot toddy here with hot rum. Oh, I love it. There we go. That should be nice. I've prepared enough water to have a second later, so this could get interesting. Yes, I am. While you're doing that, I'm enjoying um, the pride and joy of Richmond Hardy Woods Gingerbread Stout. I asked you about that earlier. You didn't respond. So I'm, I didn't. I didn't see that. You will not be disappointed. I have. I have a 2013 and a 2014 vintage that we can be enjoying. This is my first one of the season, and it is just as good. I was unable to find actually um, a, a beautiful coworker elf called me up Wednesday morning. He had gotten to Whole Foods when it opened, mm-hmm. which is their beer delivery day or Brown Distributing's beer delivery day, and he was like, "I'm buying a case. Are you interested?" And I was like, I will take four. Thank you. I also have one. I don't know if we'll open it now or maybe at a future January event. A um, The first time they have uh, uh, aged some in bourbon barrels. Ooh, interesting. Yes, which I wonder how that's going to work. They um, uh, they make a pumpkin beer, which is pretty good as pumpkin beers go, mm-hmm. but they sold it in rye barrels, which I thought was fantastic. Cool. I was really impressed with that. Did I tell you what my friend Tom said when I described to him the uh, Hardywood gingerbread stout? What do you say? He said, "Why don't you grow up and drink a fucking real beer like an adult instead of a child?" Wow. Because okay, <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you tell those beer advocate guys that? I know. I was like, "No, you don't understand." Because I, I described it. He's like, "It just sounds like a cookie. You're just drinking a cookie." Nope. It's like, no. It's so. I think I got Hold him on. to come around on it, but he'll never know until he tries it. Um, I want to. So there was an article in Beer and Brewing magazine. Uh, Kim Jordan, the CEO of New Belgium, was asked, asked to pick her dream six-pack, mm-hmm. the six beers that she would want, you know, as the, the six best beers around. She picked Pliny the Elder from mm-hmm. Russian River Brewing, mm-hmm. um, Dogfish Heads Red and White. I've not had uh, that. It's pretty I'm a little surprised at that. Uh, it, it's very good. Um, Brooklyn Soar Achi Ace. Um, never heard of that. Duvel's uh, Triple. Mm-hmm. Um, Orval Trappist, uh, another Belgian beer, and of course, the Hardywood Gingerbread Stout. I had over uh, Thanksgiving, Weyerbacher Quad. I can't remember the name of it. It was super. Let me just double check. Double check that before we get into this. Weyerbacher Quad, but it wasn't just called the Quad. Quad. Name. Yeah, they have Quad, and they also have, oh, the Blasphemy. Oak-aged Belgian-style quad. Interesting. Really, really good. I recommend it. RJ, so here's how this is going to work. All right. Um, I have all the, I have, I have multiple examples of these songs. I've picked yes. what I consider to be some of my favorites, some of the better renditions of these songs, and I've loaded them all into an iTunes playlist so that I have them all in one place. Um they're all generally in order, so it should be easy to get to them. We're going to be playing like 15-second snippets as we need to, so we can determine them. So in the first round, we'll play like one example of each, and if we need to, uh, we can listen to multiple examples. I typically picked the best-known version or rendition of a song, and then other popular ones according to iTunes or YouTube playlists, downloads, etc. Um, sometimes I picked an original of a song that was made more popular later, just so you can hear the differences between the two. Um, but all those are available. So there are at least, for all these songs, there are at least two examples, except for a couple iconic songs where there is the one version of it. Um, 
when we can discuss those further as need to be. So the question is, are criteria for best Christmas song? What good question? What makes what makes a best Christmas song? I think uh, endurance has got to be one of them, not just over time, because uh, that would disqualify a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. But I've got to, you know, I got to be able to listen to it close to ad nauseum for the month. That's a good. I can't. Be, I can't be like, oh yeah, that song, and then I don't want to hear it anymore. Right. Um. Now, in one of these brackets, there are a, a lot of novelty songs. So, is it fair to discount the novelty songs, or is there some other criteria that we need to think about? Like, um, you say longevity, endurance, or, or longevity in addition to endurance, uh, creativity, how unusual the song is. I don't want to give away any of the examples here, um, but I think that to some extent, like, wow, that's a that's a funny take on a, mm-hmm. a you know a Christmas style. Like, we have to give it props for those reasons. Uh, even if it doesn't make it to the end, like that would be a good reason to to put it through. To keep it on. I definitely agree with that. Um, you know, different renditions are, are an interesting thing because mm-hmm. I definitely know of songs I like that a, a rendition can really, a modern rendition, let, let's say, uh, can be terrible. Right. Um, you know, I'm thinking of you, Bare Naked Ladies. Um, <laughs> there may be a couple Bare Naked Ladies things on here. So <laughs> I don't know if I would necessarily hold that again against a song because a lot of these songs are going to have many 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 versions mm-hmm. yeah. um but that said if the the kind of canonical version or main version is poor um, i may hold that against it that's fair you know a uh, a famous version of an otherwise potentially decent song being poor the other thing i like here is that we have such a variety in tunes because you know, as someone who does not attend church on Christmas, I really do like a lot of the music that gets played in those situations. They're great Me, choral arrangements. and mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of the religious Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely. Some of the prettiest. I am too. Um, so I think we're I think we're picking for, like you said, something you can listen to all season. Mm-hmm. Uh, inherent goodness. Yeah. Longevity. Yeah. Um, and I think, it, you know, there's something about just capturing the spirit of the season as well. And that can be captured in a bunch of ways. Like I said, you can have everything is an amazing and life is great songs. Or you could have like a, a heart heartwarming song that speaks to the truths of the holiday or something that's like yeah. a little like just oh, it's like sad and kind of gut, or not gut wrenching. Like, you know, heart wrenching. In, in Christmas music. But there's feeling. Like, exactly. And, and earnestness to that feeling, mm-hmm. too. Um, you know, I think that's important in any song. And and Christmas songs um, more than anything else. I would also say broad appeal of a Christmas song is probably also important. Mm-hmm. You know, this is it's an odd thing because Christmas is a is a genre, but it's not right. It's a category where you could do theoretically anything. Right. Within. It's it's a it's a theme. It's a theme that more accurate. Yes, than either of the things I said. And that's what I'm going to be doing all night long, just being more accurate than what you've said. All right. Okay, so the way that this is working on AOL.com is that people are voting and they're moving up, uh, you know, the, the categories over the days. I don't know how long the voting period is. I think they are into round two or round three of the voting. Hmm. But I've not looked at any of the results of that. I've not paid no, any attention. No, me neither. I've, I've not clicked on the original link since you first sent it. You have uh, graciously moved these all into a Google Doc, so we'll be using that exclusively. All right. Like I said, we're going to do 15 seconds. 15 second snippets as best we can and by using itunes to do this 
Oh, um, internet tunes. It helps to pick out generally good. I don't know what algorithm they use to pick what their previews are, but allows us to kind of get into a song with a preview. So we're not really futzing through it. Um, so we're in the first category that is church favorites. Uh, Indeed. Jay, do you want what? What's the format do you want to do? Do you want to list the two songs, the title of the two songs, and then yeah, play think, the examples? Or I think so. So so let's talk about uh, Silent Night versus Once in Royal David's City. All right. Um, so the two examples I have here, uh, we could put them up side by side if we want to. Once in Royal David's City, the Choir of King's College, Cambridge. Jay, make sure you can. I can hear absolutely. Skip ahead. <laughs> this may not have worked. This is what I heard earlier today. That's funny. I thought yeah, I've I think heard this before. I wonder if the no the audio version was the same one, right? Yeah. All right. Well, that's kind of what that song's about. It's a slow song. Yeah. Um, Silent Night. This is the Mormon Mormon Tabernacle Choir. I mean, a classic. Right. Yeah. I don't know about you, but this is to me a Silent Night hands down winner. I think so too. And I I barely heard a once in Royal David City. As soon as you played it, I'm like, okay, yeah. I also did not but, really know it, so it was on here. I found the one example that people said, or that the AOL thing had recommended for the Choir Kings College. Didn't do it for me. Silent Night. Silent Night takes this one. Moves on. All right. Uh, next up, we've got Angels We Have Heard on High. Pay a face against Ding Dong Merrily. All right. A sim- similar songs. Let's p- let's play them and, and hear some of this stuff. So for Angels We've Heard in High, I have uh, Andrea Bocelli. All right. Uh, for Ding Dong, Merrily, we have... This was a popular one. Um, this is the Celtic Women. It is a, a group okay. um, that rotates with members, sort of a, a choral group. Uh-huh. And covers a lot of popular songs. Right. So... I have two examples of this song, if we need it. Those runs have have quite a bit in common yeah, they between do. the two. Um, what what's your pick on this one? I think I like "Ding Dong Merrily on High" because it's more of a fun song. Okay, uh, there's something about the patter to uh, the the verse, not the verse, the chorus of that that I like. But the the renditions of "Angels We Have Heard on High" are typically like you know so passionately done. That's hard. Yeah, for me to... I I would. 
I, I like Ding Dong Merrily all right. There's something a little too precious about it for me that, that kind of goes beyond just like happy and upbeat. Mm-hmm. I really like Angels We've Heard on High. I think that it definitely showcases the the singer in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it shows off really well with, uh, you know, a single vocalist. Um, it has that like grandeur in the chorus there. Like I still get, um, you know, warm and fuzzies uh, here in those runs there. In the Whoa. Do you, yeah. do you hear this? I do. That's the MIDI version. <laughs> yeah. Well, the best version of any song. I pulled this up because I was looking for the lyrics. Uh, I'm pretty sure we can use this. Sure. Without. Yep. Just keep playing in the background. So, uh, I want to record it ahead here. My, my preference is going to be for Angels. Well, after hearing this MIDI version, you know what? I think so too. You're going to go I, with it? I think so too. I think that, okay. I think that it is just a better song. Going with the going with the classic here. All right, so angels we've heard on high. Moving on. Next up, uh, we three kings against the little drummer boy. Ah, interesting. Okay, two songs you know very well. Now here I have some uh, some different renditions of it. So I'm going to play for starters. I picked popular songs people like. We have we three kings from Mannheim Steamroller. Ugh. Where do you come down on Mannheim Steamroller? Awful. One of the worst <laughs> things to happen to Christmas music. I figured you'd... Cl- close to intolerable. I figured you'd say that. So much cheese. Ugh. How do your in-laws come down on Mannheim Steamroller? Uh, I th- uh, in-laws? I don't know. Parents? I think my parents would be for it, but n- they wouldn't take a strong t- stance. Okay. But I think they would be okay with it. To me, you know... Ugh, it's the same crap as the like video games live thing where you like run a route for it and there's like the cool video game orchestra and then fucking Tommy Tallarico comes out with his electric guitar and ruins everything. <laughs> it's the same shit with Mannheim Steamroller. Like great songs, way overproduced. Like, ugh. Well, maybe later we can't can, stand We it. can have a Mannheim Steamroller versus Trans-Siberian Orchestra ugh, discussion. Okay. We'll st- okay. Trans-Siberian Orchestra might be worse. We'll save it. All right. Uh, <laughs> it might be worse. Now, we're just taking We Three Kings in general versus Little Drummer yeah. Boy. This is a classic rendition. You'll hear a lot of these because I'm a fan of the artist. Boom. It's Bing Crosby. <laughs> that was Yogi Bear. I won my picnic basket. All right. Little Drummer Boy, We Three Kings. I I like both of these songs. I don't I don't like super love either one. I could kind of go either way. You know, I think I prefer We Three Kings even though that was a terrible rendition of it. Um Little Drummer Boy does not fit one of my criteria and that is I can hear it a whole bunch of times again and mm-hmm. again. Uh, it's a little repetitive and grating now, even in, the, during just the length of the whole song. There is a particularly good version of Little Drummer Boy. Oh, the Dwight Shute version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that option belongs to... Uh, 
Josh Groban. Josh Groban. You know, I hadn't heard a lot of his Christmas stuff, but there was a ton on that mix. Um, generally okay. Mm. I don't love. I don't, I don't love. I don't, I don't love what he's I swallowed doing a whole clove. I I really like Josh Groban. So. There's I like his voice. Some of the choices he's making, like again, that on my drum, I could do without. That's why he's. That's why he's Andy Bernard's down. brother. Calm down. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, I think. Sure. I think I'm going to go with you on We Three Kings here. I just. I don't want to listen to Little Drummer Boy over and over. Yeah. And I like the instrumental versions of We Three Kings. So totally. Okay. Uh, moving on. Uh, oh, come all ye faithful, versus. What child is this? Spoiler, Jesus. <laughs> I have a wheelhead wagon. And what <laughs> child is this? Uh, man, I'm on the old computer here and the scrolling is a little slow. So uh, the version of o Come All Ye Faithful that I have presented for you is uh, Nat King Cole. Okie Angels, oh come let us adore him. Oh come let us adore him oh come let us adore him Christ the Lord great version yeah it's just a, a super one all these Nat King Kong Nat King Kong Nat King Kong mm-hmm. songs not racist at all <laughs> I, I went the video game direction but okay okay alright um, now I have, I have a couple options here so, but I'll, I'll play to your strengths here. What child is this? As it streams, we have our Charlie Brown Christmas, Vince Guaraldi trio. Now you see here, Oof. I picked two great versions. That two is good tough. songs. I also think it's tough. Um, now I do have another "What Child Is This" with lyrics. If you want a little counterpoint, you feeling that, or should I say that? Go ahead and go ahead and play for us. See, I'm glad you're doing this. Is it the arrangement that you like or is it the uh, no, song I don't, that you I, like? Yeah, it's the arrangement. I mean, uh, and I and I actually thought when we came into this, I'm like, oh, come all the faithful is a better song. Like that build up mm-hmm. the, of the, oh, come let us adore him is so awesome. Then you play the Charlie Brown version. It's like, damn, that's a good arrangement. Yep. But a lot of that is, you know, Vince Guaraldi there just kind of improvising and, and playing around the melody. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not a better song. Right. He's, he's, he's taking a, a good song. And making it better. Agreed. But at its core, it's yeah. not a better song. That's all right. All right. So, Oh Come All You Faithful moves on. Very nice. Next up on the list is Carol of the Bells, faced against Hark the Herald Angels Sing. This is going to be a tough one. So, I have a couple examples here because I think that these are two relatively close songs, at least when I first look at them. I agree. We've got a couple arrangements as well. So, uh, we'll start with Carol of the Bells. Again, this is the Morbin Tabernacle Choir. Uh, 
all right. We'll put that up against a Hark the Herald's Angel Sing. Uh, here's a crooner. We have Frank Sinatra's rendition. All right. Okay. Hmm. So we have those two. That doesn't That's really help. Rough. No, those are both good. So I'm going to play uh, more modern renditions of both of these then. Um, Carol of the Bells, The Carpenters. That's an, for me, that's an even better arrangement. Yeah, that's that's super good. Uh, and then we'll go with super modern. <sighs> we have Mariah Carey. On Harp the Herald Angels. Now, again, as two non-religious people who like church songs <sighs> around they, Christmas yep. time. Agreed. I, th- I think there is something in Hark the Herald Angels Sing that speaks to kind of the, the spirit of the season, the you know the miracle of the season, of it being an important time of year mm-hmm. that you lose in Carol of the Bells, that you don't have in Carol of the Bells. I think I think lyrically, I definitely would give it to Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Carol of the Bells definitely has one of those feelings where the lyrics seem like they might have been slapped on after the fact. Mm-hmm. They do kind of have a cool effect. Um, like, I don't dislike them. And and I think musically, though, it's a much better song. That's very interesting, especially for the these like classic Christmas songs, which tend to be very pretty, but very simple. Right. And when you say, um, that, you know, the lyrics have been slapped on, it's not like they slapped on crappy lyrics. They just no, gave a they choral didn't. presentation. To go along yeah, with I, it. I think the melody came first mm-hmm. and then they put lyrics on top of it. Like not not in terms of that's how the songwriting process was done. I think Carol of the Bells, it sounds like it came out as a instrumental song. And then they went back on Like I feel like you would not write a choral part like that. Mm-hmm. Um in fact, it was well, I a, definitely would not because a, a bell choir. I know nothing about music. In terms of those arrangements you played, I definitely give it to Carol the Bells. I don't abide by the Mariah Carey versions. I don't actually mind the Mariah Carey version. It's not. I expected it to be awful, and it was. It was not awful, mm-hmm. but it is. You know, it does have that um, vibrato quality that I don't much love in singers. Sure, I think here. I think that uh, the other version I have here for Hark the Herald Angels Sing is uh, Nat King Cole, Mm -hmm. which is another great one. I think between that and Sinatra, it is about the singer and the quality of their voice Mm -hmm. and they're lending their great voice to a song. It is a good show off singer song in in the same way. Oh, come will you faithful Mm -hmm. ones. I think I think I may agree with you that Carol the Bells is a more interesting music, more musically interesting song. Yeah, it's a tough pairing. I could, I could really go either way. Let's go Carol the Bells. Are you sure? It feels okay. it feels right. It's it's a it's a unique song. It's a song you know? I like all the different 
versions of it too. Yeah, it's hard to screw up. It can get a little repetitive, which would be anything against it, but it definitely feels mm-hmm. more unique. Okay, uh, now we got Oh Holy Night uh, against It Came Upon the Midnight Clear. The Midnight Clear or a Midnight Clear? A Midnight Clear. Did I, oh, did, okay. I mistranscribed it? Okay. I apologize. Or miscopied it? No problem. I actually had to had a hand to enter all of these because they built their thing in Flash, I'm pretty sure. <sighs> Great. Website, that so. modern mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that modern technology. Great. You want to talk about a song? Mm. Mm. Let's talk about a performance. Right, it is just loaded with the gravity of the season. Absolutely. Oh, holy night! Is it? That was uh, Bing Crosby. We'll put that up against here, and I'm doing this on purpose because we have Josh Groban's "It Came Upon a Midnight Clear," and then I'm going to have something to go in between the two. very nice song absolutely actually i don't even know if i need to play the middle one i i'm gonna say 100 percent oh holy night yeah absolutely i don't think it's worth deliberating further midnight clear is a good song but that's a tour de force that oh holy night right absolutely there. okay let's move that on um, let's move that on uh next matchup god rest ye merry gentlemen versus joy to the world ah three dog night Jeremiah was a bullfrog. <laughs> All right. So God rest you, Jerry Mental. God rest you, Jerry Mentalman. Hi, Jerry Mentalman. Hey, ladies. <laughs> Good to meet you. I'm Jerry. Jerry. God rest ye, Jerry. Mm. Take it. Well, you can do this. I believe you get in a you. running start. This song is called God rest ye, merry gentlemen. Uh, we have here the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. We have here. Do we have it? Do we have it? There's a little. So that's one arrangement. Here we have uh, one of your favorites. Oh, star of wonder, star of night, star with Now, I'm actually surprised. I thought you would have liked the Bare Naked Ladies album for some reason. I, I uh, used to love the Bare Naked Ladies, like um, eighth grade, ninth grade. Yeah. Whenever Stunt came out, big fan. Turbo fan. Yeah. Just don't like what they do this- with Christmas? This this is not, this came on the radio over the weekend uh-huh. and I like really 
was just like, what are they doing? They're like riding too hard on the on the downbeats mm-hmm. a little bit too much. Like, hey, yeah, hey, here we go. We're singing a song and doing some stuff. And it's like, shut up. Uh, today, I didn't I didn't hate it quite as much. All right, but but ugh, it's not. Great. I wish I could find. Should I find a more traditional God rescue, Mary Gentleman? Yes, because uh, I think of it. I think of it much more as a choral song than an orchestral one. Mm-hmm. I, I want like tenor dudes, like a choir of like four burly dudes. God rest ye merry gentlemen. You want ten dudes? Mm-hmm. Burly. Ten burly. Burly dudes. Te- ten burly tenor dudes. Oh, I've Trans Siberian Orchestra. Let's see here. Great. Um, yeah, play this. I'm sure it's great. No, I won't. Let's see if we can get a. So the problem is a lot of the songs that are popular on iTunes are bad songs. Okay. More classical presentation. A classic presentation. Yeah, I like that. Okay. So that is going up against uh, Joy to the World then. So as I click back over. This is not the most elegant, but it is certainly not the least elegant solution to playing all these songs on the slow old computer on crappy iTunes. Um, say compare that to here we go with the Mormon Mormon Tabernacle Choir again. So you're there on your exercise ball. Yes. And you were not bouncing during God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. I wasn't, even though it's, I think, clearly the better song. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Th- those arrangements you played Are, have given me pause. Yeah. They were not as inspiring. I like Joy to the World, but it's a little samey to me. The joy. He rules the world with truth and grace. Makes the yeah, I mean it's March-like, it's bouncy, mm-hmm. it, you know, not not super interesting or contemplative, but enjoyable for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but God rest ye merry gentlemen has a cool thrust to it, like a, a drive, a, a rhythm that also kind of kind of sets it apart from from some of the other songs on here. Um, like I said, I, I'm trying to think of more like up tempo versions of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, again, this was a case where it was hard for me to find a really good example. Because I don't, when I hear this song on the radio or when I'm out and about, I never know what I'm listening to. Because it's, it's one of those songs that's on every CD. Yeah. So you never mm-hmm. pin down one version that you particularly like. Agreed. Um, trying to find. George of the World is, is the so uplifting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Glee versions are particularly popular. Christ. God rest ye, Jerry Mentleman. Mm-hmm. On Glee. Glee. All right. Well, then. Uh, yeah. But, I, you know, I, could, I, could, I think I could kind of go either way. Um, definitely, having, definitely having trouble finding a real favorite here. I but. think there are other songs that are more or that are like God rest ye, Merry Gentlemen, that I like more mm-hmm. than that. Um, whereas Joy to the World is just really interesting and unique celebratory. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, I'll, I'll refer to you here. I mean, it is very, it's uh, it's a big one. It's, it's a big one. And uh, and I didn't actually think that, I didn't even consider them when I was putting them up here, which one I would have you know, thought about. No. So I'm kind of surprised that I'm saying this, but I think that's where the way I'm leaning. Okay, well, we can, we can move on Joy to the World. Joy to the World of this. Hey, Jay. Uh-huh. Joy, joy to the world, my teacher's dead. What? We barbecued her head. You did not. Mm-hmm. What happened to her body? I don't know. We flushed it down the potty. That wouldn't fit. And around and around it goes. Okay, I'd have to. And around and around it goes. Also, Batman smells. All right, Joy to the World moves on. Next up. But what did what did Robin do? Um, so we've got, a, uh, for the f- rounding out our church favorites category, Away in a Manger versus the first Noel. All right. So let's see here. I'm okay on the song. Didn't love that uh, version there. Yeah, this one didn't have a lot of good. Very lethargic. Yeah, that that was Susan Boyle. The sensation. Here's another Away in the Manger. Sadie Robertson and Alison Krauss. Oh, I like Alison Krauss. Now, Jay, fun fact, do you know who Sadie Robinson is? I do not. She is, I believe, the one of the daughters on Duck Dynasty, and this is from the Duck Dynasty Christmas album. Okay. So there you go. Alison Krauss throwing I, her hat in with the Duck Dynasty. That makes me sad, Alison Krauss. I do like Alison Krauss, and, and I didn't hate that, Yeah. but I, I didn't love yeah. it. It was, again, a little a little too themey. Yeah, I, I don't know if I can really tell you a good way in the manger. Meanwhile, let's go to uh, the first Noel. Let's go to it. So... We have here Andy Williams. So deep. Noel, 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 Noel. Is the king of I, I think the first Noel's the only choice I, here. I agree. I mean, he's just it's this dude's run out in the street shouting. You know, guess what? Guess what's just happened, you guys? This guy Noel showed up. The king is here. Noel, Noel Gallagher showed up. <laughs> he said maybe. He's here to save us from the dearth of music in Britain since the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, the first Noel gets my vote. The first well. the first Noel. All right. Ve- oh, crap. Having some cut and paste problems here. All right, that's uh, church favorites. Should we move on to traditional tunes? Please do. All right, I will. Um, it's my monitor comes back. It's back. First up, it's the most wonderful time versus silver bells. Seems like a tough matchup. I have a number of preparations here. Well, let's start with the most well-known. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Andy Williams version. There'll be 
parties for hosting marshmallows for toasting and caroling out in the snow there'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long long ago it's the most wonderful time of the year nice classic that is, that is the version of that song. Absolutely. Are you are you dinging me somewhere? Yes. Uh, I, I was saying that you sound a bit blown out on my end and the comments on our uh, spreadsheet. Oh. I don't know if you're too close to the mic or if there's something wrong with the uh, transmission here. I see. Is that better? That sounds great. Man, I wonder if... Uh, I hope that's not on the recording too. I have so many... I have so many windows open. It also may be because my mic is getting amplified when the music is playing. Let's, yeah. Do you know if okay. it's? Oh no, I don't. Yeah. Okay. It, keep, I only noticed it recently. Keep. I'll keep an eye. Keep on me it. posted. Yeah. I. I. I was like, I don't know which window these dinging sounds are in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Keep. Keep me posted. And let me know if that's the case. I think things have looked good, but maybe I'm just uh, too close to the mic as I'm trying to look over my laptop here. Okay. So there was. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Andy Williams. Let's go with um, Tony Bennett. Silver bells. Ring a ring, hear them ring. Soon it will be Christmas Day. So, I like that arrangement of Silver Bells, but there are other arrangements too. Yeah. Uh, you want me to play a more traditional Silver Bells? Why not? Yeah, because I, I like that one too, but it definitely wasn't traditional. Meeting smile Here we go. Smile, and on every street corner you hear Silver bells. Silver bells. Silver bells. It's Christmas time. So. Hard. I mean, these are these are Christmas tights. These these are big. These ones. are two of my favorites. I was sad to see them up there against each other. <sighs> I uh, when I look deep inside myself, I think I prefer Silver Bells. I don't know if I think it's better, but I like it, and and I like it because I like the theme of just kind of kind of a guy like walking outside, bundled up, excited that it's Christmas. You know, simple sights, simple things. Uh, it's the most wonderful time. It's kind of the opposite. It's very grandiose, which kind of you know makes the song and makes it cool. Right. I mean, um, the most I can time see that being a reason to like it. it. It gives you the excitement for the season, though, because it like it just lists the things that you're going to experience. Right. Like the all the things to look forward to uh, in the season, including scary ghost stories. <laughs> yep. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. It's the time. It is the time. Yeah, marshmallows for roasting. Actually, uh, it's not, a, I'm not a big marshmallow fan. That would not be one of my favorites. I like marshmallows. I'm, I mean, I'm in the minority. I don't think that should be considered a factor in picking the song here. Mm-hmm. But uh, but no, I'm not a marshmallow guy. It's not. Uh, yeah, I just like that. It gets you. It's the, it's the song that turns on mm-hmm. Christmas for me. Not only, by the way, are they telling scary ghost stories, they're ta- they're telling tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. Like the Christmas Wars? What do you mean, tales of the oh, glories? Oh, I thought it was like the Christmas I got a snowboard? Okay. Like that kind of Well, glory? that's pretty good. Like that's, mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a year. That's a, that's a big present. That's a, spe- that's a special present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
but boy, there's something so earnest about Silver Bells. Like you said, the simple pleasures. Mm-hmm. God, I, I think it comes down to you here. Like I said, I I prefer Silver Bells. I won't tell you that I necessarily think it's a better song. Here, I think that I prefer it. Here's the other thing, though. I think that you can kind of only have Andy Williams' rendition of Most Wonderful Time of the Year. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It's so good. It, like, nailed it on the first try. He did. And covers of it are fine, but there's no cover that is better than the original. Whereas Silver That's Bells true. can be done a lot of interesting ways. Uh-huh. I'm, I've, oh, I really hesitate. So let me play some, some different takes the sh- then. The She and Him Silver Bells is quite good. Very stripped down. I think that'll write a lot on if you like Zoe Deschanel's voice. I do. Yeah. I do. Okay, so I'm going to play. Here's Brian McKnight with The Most Wonderful Time of the Year. There'll be parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting, and caroling out in the snow. There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmas as long, long ago. It's the most wonderful time. Barf. We'll put that up against. Uh, here we got Stevie no. Stevie Wonder's Silver Bells. Hear them ring. Soon it will be Christmas Day. Strings of street lights, even stoplights, blink up bright red and green as the shoppers rush home. So. I actually kind of like. I should say I like Brian McKnight's other Christmas stuff. Maybe this was. I like. The best I example. like his voice. Yeah. I was liking it for a little bit. And he's putting a little bit of embellishment there, sure. which which I generally don't like. But I, but I think that was a smart choice here because if you're gonna do it's the most wonderful time, that original version is so distinctive. You gotta do something. Mm-hmm. But then just the the cheesy jazz overproduced <laughs> when those horns are too clean. I'm out. Uh, you know. Um that that end of that clip you played there. Mm-hmm really turned me off uh i think stevie wonder version was good i don't think it was great right. you know uh he kept it simple um his voice is pretty distinct so he's ending he just by singing it he's adding his own stamp on it um i certainly liked it but i didn't think it was remarkable i love both these songs i think silver bells is more versatile i'm gonna vote for silver bells you are okay that's a that's a toughen. that's a hard cut damn i kind of assumed that it's the most wonderful time of the year we're just Sailing through. That's a hard cut. That's a hard cut. Cut, cut. On the fence, not to offend. <laughs> cut, cut. Uh, I know that man has made at least one Christmas song. Oh, <laughs> maybe we could. Bell. Maybe that could be number 65. Silver bell. Jesus. All right. Next up. Why don't you read them off for me here? Oh, we got uh, Do You Hear What I Hear and Deck the Holes. All right. So I'll play uh, Do You Hear What I Hear. This is modern. Look at that. That was so good. And then that asshole on electric guitar had to come in. (laughs) I'm here too. It was it was the '90s, Jay. What can you do? Good, good singer, good chorus, mm-hmm. and then he's just got like, oh, he's he's just 
so fucking excited that there's no voice for a second. He's just like, a little baby. Awful. Um, okay, well, maybe I'll cleanse the pot with. Do you hear what I hear? There you go. Andy Williams. Ringing through the sky, shepherd boy. Do you hear what I hear? A song, a song. Andy Williams kind of kills it every time. Yeah, it's great. Okay, so there's our two. Do you hear what I hear? Um, knowing that you're not a Mannheim Steamroller fan, then it's unfair for me to play any of those. So that's a, that's okay. I mean, you played one version of. Uh, I liked one version. I didn't like the other one. So. So here is Salzburg Children's Choir. We can also play. See the blazing you'll be for us. Strike the harp and join the chorus. There was our Nat King Cole. Very good. I mean, very good renditions of both, I think. Mm-hmm. For me, I've never been a Deck the Halls guy. I think it's a rather unremarkable Christmas song, a little repetitive. Do You Hear What I Hear is not really my favorite either. Mm-hmm. I, I do think I would I would pick it over Deck the Halls in this matchup. So it's hard for me because Deck the Halls was one of my favorite songs growing up. I mean, it's traditional it's a, as heck. And it's an it's easy a, it's song. It's a top 10 most famous. Easy song for kids to learn. It has a fa-la-la-la-la-la-lying. Uh-huh. That's pretty fun to do, uh, to yep. sing. Um. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure here because I like versions of both of these songs a whole lot. I wish I had another. Do you hear what I hear? Maybe, maybe I can pull something up. Do you hear what I hear? And then I'll I'll read off some artists to you. Maybe you can tell me. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> well, here we go. This is this is the world we live in. Here are the top results: Martina McBride, the cast of Glee. Adina Menzel, Third Day, Carrie Underwood, Home Free. You're, Bing, you're blowing it out a little bit again. Bing Crosby, really? There you go. Yeah, now it's good. Now I can't see on my screen. Oh, no. Man. I wonder if I can... Um... You sound great now. Okay. I I don't have a particularly good version of Do You Hear What I Hear? You know... Um... Vin- I how about, how about Vince Gill? Are you into Vince Gilligan? <laughs> yes. A better call Saul. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm talking myself out of it. I just I can't. F- in 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 a, in a couple songs, I'm not all that passionate about. I wonder if you just got to move deck the halls on. I mean, it's way more famous. It's pretty versatile. It is a little grating when it gets played a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. It's good for the kids. And who's Christmas for, if not the kids? For the kids. <laughs> I Yeah, I'm in support of Deck the Halls. So if you're on board well, for no other reason, let's do Deck the Halls. you can't think of a yep. good reason. No, I think I'll definitely go with that here. Sweet. 
We'll deck some halls. No need to keep deliberating. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, coming up next, I'll Be Home for Christmas yes. versus The Twelve Days of Christmas. Both songs have Christmas in the title. I can understand why they're paired up against each other. Good. It's just a smart choice. All right. So uh, switch it up a little bit. Here's, here's a Diana Crawl. A Christmas Eve will find me So we got another song song for a single singer again. Mm-hmm. Um, another rendition here. We have Michael Bublé. Christmas will find me. Where so this is one of those mm. songs that I like despite the fact that it's a little uh a little somber a little somber yeah. a little sappy yep um but it's nice so here we got uh the 12 days of christmas perry como and his orchestra five golden rings four calling birds three french hens two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree on the we have uh, Bing Crosby and the Andrews Sisters. This is a good one. Five golden rings. Four calling birds. Three French hens. Two turtle doves. And a partridge in a pear tree. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me. Six geese a-laying. Five gold Five golden rings. Four. All right. Now, I have one additional one. And maybe, maybe we can use it as a, a tiebreaker. I don't know how you're leaning right now. I have very strong feelings. You have very strong feelings for I'll Be Home for Christmas? I do. I think this will change your mind. Right. Uh, what's the 24th Christmas Eve, right? So that's two. two. And then what's that? There we go. Oops. Yep. You don't know when to get somebody. Okay. Okay. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a beer. And a beer. <laughs> this is the Bob and Doug McKenzie version of it. Uh, Rick Moranis. Can't hear me? You can't hear me at all. Hold on. Jay is typing. There it is. There it is. That was weird. You keep cutting in and out of audio. I think it has something to do with the music being played and this new version of Skype. Oh, gross. Because when you talk over it, I can't hear you either. Mm-hmm. I was just saying that this is uh, the Bob and Doug McKenzie version. Oh, okay. Well, I do like that. <laughs> if you like Mick, Rick Moranis, oh, beer. Dave Thomas. No, I agree with you, too. I think 12 Days of Christmas is a really shitty song. Uh, totally. It's, it's a terrible it's song. A bad song. It shouldn't have been on this list. There are way more no. deserving songs. No matter how iconic this is, we should not give it the time of day. It's it's totally iconic, but you can't hear it more than like one quarter of a time. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sinatra did a version. Uh, oh, that just stretches No, he did a version where it was him and uh, Nancy. I think Nancy? Oh. One of his daughters. And they changed the lyrics to it. 
So you know how that goes. When you take a bad song <laughs> and change the lyrics to it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Eddie Izzard's bit on five go rate. That's all you need to know. Oh, yes, exactly. First one. All right. Coming up next, uh, two more songs with Christmas in the title. Hmm. The Christmas song, a little pretentious of a title, if you ask me. And Oh Christmas Tree, or O Tannenbaum, if you are German. I am. All right, Christmas song. Help to make the season bright. Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight. Those children are possessed. <laughs> their eyes are aglow, yeah. Watch out. Do not get near them. Take them to the doctor. Um, put that Nat King Cole version up against another. Here we go. Mm. Oh, here we go. Now, of course, we have a version without the lyrics. So I want to get the lyrics in there. Here's another popular one from iTunes. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, such pleasure do you bring Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, such pleasure do you bring oh, Maybe if you play it in German, it sounds better than that. Okay. I think those are pretty crappy lyrics. Yeah. Um, I I actually really like both of these songs. I'm I'm having trouble even picking which one I'd vote for here. Well, here's another modern version of the Christmas song. Then this is Dina Menzel. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by a choir. So, we have a uh, a modern uh, Broadway-ish rendition from a Broadway singer. Yeah, I liked that more than I thought I would. She's often a little too golly gosh gee willikers in her vocal stylings. Yeah. Uh, but she's obviously talented. I I think hearing that and thinking about other versions I really like, I, I might give it to this Christmas or this the Christmas song just for being a little more versatile. Mm-hmm. Maybe I think it stands up to pushing and pulling a little bit. I, I happen to agree with that. Tough though, boy, howdy that that Charlie Brown version of a Christmas yeah. tree. You can't on the piano. Can't judge can't it on just it. the one. Uh, I know. Of course. You're right. You're right. I think I think the Christmas song is of of a bunch of the ones that we've been through. Perhaps the, one of the more iconic of the modern songs. Sure. In this traditional category, Correct, yeah. I guess. Just, yeah. Mo- yeah. Modern being mid-century. Right. <laughs> you know, when I was, when I was a kid. There you go. Okay. Well, let's, let's move on with the Christmas song. I can, I can do that. Great. Two more songs with long titles and Christmas in the name. Hmm. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. And it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. All right. Let's go with an iconic version. Have yourself a little merry little Christmas. We got Judy Garland. Have 
Again, sad. Another depressing song that I really like. I like the sad songs for the season. Yeah, boy. Yeah, some of those lyrics did a shitty year inspire those lyrics. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's from uh, Meet Me in St. Louis, the movie. Um, Judy Garland, the mother of balls to you. <laughs> ah, Samuel Garland, <laughs> balls to you. All right, uh, switching back over, we have. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. We'll go with uh, Perry Como. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Toys in every store. But the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your own front door. Okay. Okay, not a fan of that version. Okay, well, that was a. I, I, uh, I mean, that is definitely the iconic version. It's it's certainly pleasant, but um, I'm I'm a have yourself a merry little Christmas guy. You know, you got it with that somber. You know, I think it's I think it's got more versatility to it. So here's a here's two. I think that in the wrong hands, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Could be disastrous. Here's one that I kind of like. Um, Michael Bublé's songs all kind of sound the same, but... Michael Take Bubble. a look at the five and ten It's glistening once again With candy canes and silver lanes that glow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas I mean, he has the right voice for it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would go Groban over Bublé. <laughs> Just in, in, if, we're, if we're talking about modern crooners. Uh, fuck, Mary kill, Buble, <laughs> Groban. I don't know who else is. <laughs> if you can think of a third, I would do that. Because <laughs> okay. I'm already thinking of like, a tweet. Hmm. Um, boy. I know modern music really well. Well, that's that's a different kind of modern that's music true. too. That's true. It's like an AC adults contemporary, right? Style music. Yeah, I don't know who else is out there. Sam Smith. You probably don't know him. Nope. Uh, this is him. From now on, I think I'd kill him. <laughs> I, I think uh I I think I'd fuck Buble and Mary Grobe. I think that'd have to be the way. I think Oh hey Carrie. Carrie's <laughs> walked in at a great time. I think you're right. What's going on? What's that? What's going on? We're talking about Chris's music. Nice. We yeah. pose to her our our fuck Mary We're kill. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, Carrie, I know you can't hear, but we just have an impromptu fuck, Mary kill, um, of men. So you're probably more qualified. Uh, you've got Josh Groban, 
Michael Blue Blay, and Sam Smith. Yes. Is that the other one? Sam Smith. Carrie might know Do you know Sam who? Smith. Do you know who Sam Smith? Do you know who all these people are? Oh boy. <laughs> here, talk, talk to the mic here. I can, I can move it up. Hi, Bob. Hey. You probably can't hear him. You got to get a ear jammy jammer in here. Okay, sorry. There's really a lot of lag time here. But, all right, so Sam Smith, I think I kind of know who that is. Do you want to play that clip again? Yeah, he he had a, a big hit on the radio this summer, so he's relatively new. And just as a just as a point of a comparison, let me play you the song that was popular this summer, so you might know who he is. And I didn't I didn't hear this one when okay. I made my choices. Okay. Oh dear, my earbud just fell. Nope. That's the same song. Oh, okay. I think I heard this. We got a couple oh. of old people over here. Mm-hmm. That sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> Carrie, why are you so emotional? <laughs> I don't know. Can't put my finger on it's the it. The season. That's why. <sighs> Probably. It's the reason for the season. Wow, that's a tough one. Um, I, I I'm not tough. sure that I feel passionately enough about any of those people to fuck, marry, well, or yeah, kill yeah, them. I got a pick. Uh, yep. I mean, I haven't answered yet, okay. so I can I can bide some time if you want. I can give my answers. Yeah. I, go ahead. I think what I've decided on is I want to um, fuck Sam Smith. It's pretty voice. Right, interesting. Interesting. I'm going to marry Michael Blay. I think he can take care of me, and I'll kill Josh Groban. He's nice, but what's he going to do? That's think, a very different answer from yep. me. Yeah, see, Josh Groban is my favorite out of all three of them. Uh, yeah, He's I, sort I of agree. funny and charming. He's not particularly attractive, um, so do you want to spend the rest of your life has, with him? Oh, he has charisma. I definitely don't want to kill him. I think so. I it's think I. I think I, I think I'd want to get old with him. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's why I picked. I picked Buble for fucking because he's annoying. But he's got. But he's got a good attitude. Okay. He's pretty. Like, sure, good looking guy. I see. I think I would. I think I would go similarly. I think I might marry Groban. Yep. Good choice. <sighs> it's it's hard to. It's hard to think about fucking Michael Bublé. Do you need though. a picture Michael of Bubble. Sam? Michael Bubble. You're not a, you're not a do mom you, yet, so you haven't thought. Do about you need it a picture day. of Sam Smith? I don't know so what he true. looks like. Yeah, let's let's look up a picture of Sam Smith. Why is he so emotional? Just so I know what I'm killing. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> or, or who knows? No spoilers. Oh, he's a young fella. He was born 1992. This Ooh. picture did not help. Uh oh! I made the right choice. Look at this douchebag. Oh, I made the wrong choice. <laughs> oh, gross! I had no idea what he looked like. His album cover, he looks. He's like here. Here you go. Is this this one where he's like like got his fist like resting his fist and doing like a thinker oh, type yeah. thing? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm an educator, so I'm pretty sure I probably shouldn't do any of those three to this child. <laughs> but. I guess I'll have to kill him because fucking or marrying good, good him, call. that's really gross. No, no you shouldn't. That's probably, yeah. <laughs> I okay, guess he's it's not actually a minor. He is British. Ed, maybe Ed Sheeran yeah. is our better, I don't know. I just, Who's I, Ed Sheeran? What's that? That's too late to change Again, it. I'm just pulling these modern people out of thin air. I don't really, I, I know the names. I've seen the names in the, the top 40 lists. Ooh, yikes. Nice hair, buddy. <laughs> that's the oldest thing I've ever said in my life, by the way. <laughs> 
get a haircut. Uh, well, thank you for playing. Or sort of, yeah, sort thanks, of playing. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, good choices. Allowing me to ruin the last few minutes of this <laughs> podcast. We're in the middle of it. There's still a little painful amount to go. Right. So, good deal. Yeah. Now I've got my seltzer to go with my Chex mix, so I'm gonna make my way back sounds, downstairs. Sounds like a party. Mm-hmm. Best of luck to you both. All right. Bye. Bye, Gary. I don't even remember what songs we were talking about. <laughs> uh, let's see if I can hop back over to iTunes here. Nope. Of course I. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Was that one of them? Let's. That was. And uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Right. So I was leaning. I think we played. Uh, uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Have, yeah, me, me too. It's just one okay. of my favorites. Let's just move on. Okay. Next up, Jingle Bells and Winter Wonderland. Mm. Good pairing, I think. All right. Gosh, as I scroll and things load. You know what? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to play two Bing Crosby versions of the same or of these songs. Okay. And then uh even matching. That's a good way to to put them back to back. So Jingle Bells Jingle Bells is not on this album. What was the other one that's up What's that? Winter Wonderland. Winter Wonderland. Jing- ah, there we go. Play that first. That is a pretty good Amy Man. say, are you married? We'll say, no man. But you can do the job when you're in town. Later on, we'll conspire as we dream by the fire. To face unafraid. All right. Let's put that up against Bing Crosby Jingle Bells. All right. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one horse open. Oh, we have a lot of fun. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Hub, Jay, hub, blah, blah, blah. So you said you don't love that version. You like Amy Mann. Yeah. Which one? The Winter Wonderland version. Winter Wonderland. Here we go. Amy Mann. As we go along, walking in a winter wonderland. In the meadow, we can build a snowman and pretend that he's Parson Brown. I like. I like the like steel guitar mix mm-hmm. between country and surf rock sound on there. Yes, exactly. And like very traditional uh, song, like singing presentation mm-hmm. and a little bit of that in the background yeah. just to put a distinct spin That's on nice. Um, I'm a Winter Wonderland guy. <sighs> I think I am too. Okay. I think, uh, I think Jingle Bells is a kid song. Yeah. And even though Deck the Halls, as we also talked about a bit of a kid song, Jingle Bells, even more reductive mm-hmm. um, than a Deck the Halls. So, yeah, Winter Wonderland. Moving along. Not my favorite, but good enough to move along. Here comes Santa Claus versus Home for the Holidays. All right. Um, for this round, we'll do, I guess, start with two classics here. 
Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Fixin' and blitzin' and all his reindeer pullin' on the reins. Bells are ringing, children singing, all is merry and bright. So that was Gene Autry. And we'll put Gene Autry up against, once again, Perry Como. From Pennsylvania, folks are traveling down to Dixie's sunny shore. From Atlantic to Pacific, gee, the traffic is terrific. Oh, there's no place like home for the holidays. Cause no matter how far. So. What do you think? I hate all the song first. Okay. So here's the problem. I really like... I think you like it because this is the better well, song. Uh, well, that's true too. But there's something that about the Bobby Sox and the Blue Jeans version from Phil Spector that mm-hmm. captures kind of the, the the magic of Santa Claus that other presentations don't. Yeah, there's there's definitely other Santa songs that I find cheesy and irksome, but this is just like pure jubilation. He's coming. Coming. He's coming, and if he's coming, Christmas is fucking All coming. Those glowing-eyed children, Santa's coming for them. He's gonna, uh, you know, Krampus like is got, gonna come. And... Especially that version has the vibe of like we gotta calm down because if we don't go to sleep, Santa can't come. But well, we're we supposed to calm down because Santa's coming. Yeah, it's a good. I one. think you're right. I, I do like Home for the Holidays. So I don't think it's a better song. Yes, I agree. We haven't had really uh, all that many bad songs. Yeah. I think we'll get there on the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. But I do prefer uh, a Here Comes Santa Claus. All right, we're, we're doing good. We're making time. Doing good. So here, uh, last song, or last uh, pairing here in the first half of the bracket. Sleigh Ride against White Christmas. Okay. So Leroy Anderson versus Irving Berlin. Interesting fact, I went and saw White Christmas on the big screen on Monday. That's fun. It was fun. There were not many people. It was one of those Fathom events. You see, it's like, I, Oh, that's fun, where everybody's watching together. Right. I've only done that with the uh, Rift Tracks guys. Mm-hmm. That's really fun. I This one had, I mean, there were not many people there. There were probably 30 people max in the theater. And there was uh-huh. that weird tension of, like, do we sing? Can we sing? Is that cool? Like, do we clap after big dance numbers? And, but, like, you know, we would laugh at some stuff, but weren't laughing. Right. You know, it just wasn't the right the right vibe. Like, you need to have yeah. a big group of people who are all there, too almost Rocky horror, something like that. If you're going to go in the theater to see it, but it was cool to see it on the big screen. Yeah. All right. So we have sleigh ride and white Christmas. Um, went ahead. Jay took your recommendation here and I picked the, uh, Boston pops version of sleigh ride for one of them. Wonderful. So let's hear it. So since the original, so since we do know the original of both of these songs, we might as well play the original of White Christmas, Bing Crosby, of course. In the snow, 
white Christmas with every Christmas card I write. So I have those two. Okay. No. Don't have a lot bad to say about either one of those. I got to be honest. My f- so my vote right now is for White Christmas. So I need to be talked okay. out of White Christmas if you feel strongly my, about Sleigh Ride. My vote would be for Sleigh Ride. Mm-hmm. I I would not say I feel incredibly strongly about Sleigh Ride. I like White Christmas. Do you want to put some lyrics but to Sleigh Ride? We can. Okay. We that to be fair, I think we should. But oh. as I think is evident by the quality of the lyrics to Sleigh Ride, they were written several years after the song had been out mm-hmm. and attached to what you just heard were wind parts. Now, I will play you a version that we both can appreciate and then the mm-hmm. mirroring version for White Christmas. Ronette. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I like this version so much. No, it's really you could have picked. You can pick a lot of bad vocal versions of that song, but you didn't. Nope. Because I knew you liked that song, so I wanted to give it a fair <sighs> chance. Yeah. Let's play the Darlene Love White Christmas. You've not done a good job convincing me either mm, way. Okay. I mean, you've played four excellent versions of these songs. Here's here's a fun one, then. I have an idea. Okay. Let me see. I want to make sure that audio is piped, you, piped in. Do you have the Bella Fleck version of Slay Ride? Because that's kind of interesting. Uh, maybe we can find it. Bella Fleck Slay Ride. That is a really interesting modern Christmas album, the Jingle All the Way yeah. by Bella Fleck and the Flecktones. It's not a hundred percent good. They they make some choices I don't like on there. Um, but it, but it is a, a noble effort in terms of modern albums. To be fair, this is just kind of good because they make it a Bella Flex song. <laughs> I don't know how to find the recognizable part the of Jingle song, All the Way yeah, on, in this song. So never mind. Now, I will tell you, here's a version of Jingle All the Way that I like that I don't know if you'll... Or, sorry, uh, here's a version of Sleigh Ride that I like that I don't know if you will like. Um... Uh, Sorry, these are all out of order now. Going the opposite direction. I'm looking, I'm looking. We're all loading. Everything is going my way. Oh, come on, where are you? Here comes Santa Claus. There we go. Okay, so here's a version that I actually I actually like of Sleigh Ride, a modern take. Oh, 
Yeah, see, you giving it a meh for a song you really yeah, like. It was okay. It was okay. It was okay. That's um fun off of the Holidays Rule mix album compilation, uh-huh. whatever it's called. Okay. Here's okay. Here's how I'm thinking. I do like Sleigh Ride. I like a, a bunch of versions of Sleigh Ride. The thing that I dislike about Sleigh Ride the most is having to hear it every year at like an orchestra concert at, in high school. It's sure. like, oh, here's the song that the, we, the orchestra, the bit, we all do it together. And there's the one person who does the horse noises. And whoever does the horse noises is the biggest douche in the school. <laughs> Having uh, played that song many years in that context, you are 100% <laughs> correct. Um, uh, but I think the thing with, with White Christmas is that uh, the one version is amazing. And the other versions are all kind of okay. Like that is Bing Crosby's song, a song written. F- well, it's actually not written for Bing Crosby, but you know. But it's it's his song. It's his song. He owns it. That's a great. He owns it from all song. So that's that's how I'm feeling. You're feeling a white. I'm Christmas? feeling a white Christmas. I would just declare Bing Crosby's White Christmas. Okay, I'll I'll go with y'all on White Christmas. We did open up. I'll, I'll go with you. We did open up the show. We with had a good ride. discussion. We did. I'll, I will say uh, to round out your uh, high school band orchestra thing. Mm-hmm. My, uh, I had a great band director who was just mean as could be, but like like mean as shit, but kind of with a good heart type mm-hmm. of guy. And he fucking hated doing that song, and but he felt like he was like you ha- like you have to do it because we're a high school band. So he like ref- he like refused to like rehearse it ever he rehearsed he would always rehearse it like one time he's like enough people have done this in previous christmas concerts you'll figure it out and he conducted it as fast as he possibly could (laughs) (laughs) which i always thought was hilarious he's like fucking whatever this is an easy song like go 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 that's awesome yep cool well that rounds out that category so we're moving on to quirky ditties um jingle bell rock versus grandma got run over by a rain i have a feeling which is which is on the list. I've <laughs> These are all songs that the editors of AOL.com picked for you. You play songs. I might start typing. Uh, I don't know. Wait. Jingle bell time is a swell time to go gliding in the one horse sleigh. She had hoof print on her forehead. Yep, jingle bell rock. Who's on? Writing, claws marks on her back. Not even. That's an awful song. Not even. Not even funny. Yeah. Not even. A, not even a little bit. Not even for children. There's. There is like. There are really shitty novelty, Christmas songs, that I despise, that I would rather listen to than that. Because it's not a good. It's not even a, like a decent song. There's nothing interesting about it. No, it's repetitive. That version, definitely the most famous version. Mm-hmm. Horrible vocal quality. Mm-hmm. It was recorded by novelty artists. So, so uh, Jingle Bell Rock, by the way, also a bad song. 
You know what it's not? A rock song. <laughs> You're right. It's not a rock song. I keep it a little bit. Mm. I don't I don't hate it. But uh it is poor. Well speaking of rock. We're gonna rock it around the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. And all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. Brenda Lee. Jay, maybe that qualifies as rock. Yeah, but but yeah, certainly in fifties rock, 50s. just barely. Um, in the new old fashioned way, though. I don't know what that means. Mean? But if I tell you what, if you want to, you know, throw a little party made up of mannequins and cardboard cutouts <laughs> and scare away some I robbers. Do. Well, I do every that's year. That's a jam. Nothing wrong with that. Put that up against Spike Jones and his city slickers. It seems so long. Oh, Stop. Stop. I try to speak. All I do is whistle. All I want for Christmas oh boy, I just, is I have to pour this thing. This is worse than Grandma got run over by a rainbow. I feel bad for getting so intense. Bobby's making himself a cocktail. Making a appropriate reaction to this song. Of course, he can't stop the clip. There's cradling the rum and shrugging. I only stopped Rocking it around. for copyright reasons. Rocking around the Christmas tree. <sighs> yeah, who'd want to steal that song? Told- <laughs> Rocking around the Christmas tree. Okay, I get, I get paid every time I play it. <laughs> oh, you wrote it? You're the author of that no, song? No, I'm just saying it's so bad that they're, it's payola. Oh, the, okay. Uh, the next pairing. Donde esta Santa Claus? Mm-hmm. Against, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. All right. Remember how I said uh, the bad songs were yet to mm-hmm. come here on the second half of the list? Oh, no. We didn't oh. even get to the refrain. Uh, what do he say? All right. Next one. Donde esta Santa Claus? Here's I want a hippopotamus. Let's get this over Christmas. with. I don't. Oops. I That's don't enough. <laughs> okay. Mind you. He won't have to use a dirty chimney flue. Just bring him through the front door. That's the easy thing to do. I can see me now on Christmas Oops. Oh, what joy and what surprise Come on, when I song. open up my eyes to see a hippo hero standing there. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> so, Jay. I mean, I would, I by default, donde esta Santa Claus? Hmm, see, Moves I'm on. going the opposite direction because I think... I think there's something kind of charming about the, the child's voice, and I want hippopotamus for Christmas. 
It's unlistenable. It's a, At least the 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 voice in Donde Esta Santa Claus is also annoying, but the tune is a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Now, what they should have done, yes, we got it. What they should have done is gone with if if you're going to pick the uh, Hispanic version with your Speedy Gonzalez voice. But ring the bells and beat the drum. Ring the bells and be the drum. Jay, I've never seen you not have even a modicum. Of an expression of fun, of reaction. You're just like dead-eyed. Like doll's eyes. I just... This is a lose-lose. <laughs> Whatever. Do you like the fucking hippopotamus one? <laughs> yes, I like the hippopotamus song. I don't give a shit. If it, if it were the hat I got for Christmas is too big, that would be moving on. I'm just saying. Made major <laughs> oversight. Perhaps, perhaps chosen or not chosen by the AOL editors for a reason. Perhaps, perhaps. not. I don't know what reason that would okay. be. Next up, Run Rudolph Run and uh, a true classic, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Christmas is a rock and roll electric guitar And then away went Rudolph whizzing like a shooting star So there we got Chuck Berry. We'll put him up against um, Burl Ives. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Then how the reindeer loved him as they shouted out with glee. So I know why they put these two songs up against each other. They both, they both start, start with, with R. R. Yep. Yep. I'm not I'm not voting against Chuck Berry, are you? Uh, so I'm not voting against Chuck Berry either. However. Good. I mean, that song is good. That's a good song. It's that's a good a, song. That's actually a good song. I'm, t- I'm typing it down. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. For all the quintessential children's songs. It's probably the best. It has a good message. It's, yeah, it's good. it tells a story. Tells, yeah, it tells a story. It's not about you know possessions. It's not about the the sights and sounds of Christmas. It's about yeah. I don't I don't dislike helping that song. out. I think I just want to say Rudolph Red Nose Reindeer. It's a pretty good song, but it's no Run Rudolph Run. No. Next up, Santa Baby versus the Chipmunk song. Okay. So, in uh, in fairness to the Chipmunk song. I'm going to go inanimate with both of my selections here. Think of all the fun mist. Think of all the foggies that I haven't kissed. Next year I could be oh so good. If you check off my Christmas list. But do 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 Santa honey. Miss Piggy, 
Das ist, äh, ja, ist Peggy. David Seville und Charles. So this is actually not particularly a fair matchup if you think about it. Because if you look at one of the next songs, that is a more accurate song to pair with Chipmunk song, I think. That's probably true. I think I'm going to... I can't believe I'm saying this. I think I like the Chipmunk song. I think I do too. <laughs> yes! Excellent. Santa Baby's just annoying. And obviously the Chipmunk song is too. Right. But it's... I, I don't know. It it's it's funny to me it's a little so bad it's good mm -hmm. santa baby has so many bad versions of it the really yeah mostly speaking bad versions. of fmk the really bad version michael buble mm, oh he tries to like man it up he's like bring me a mercedes and something i don't know oh yeah, gross really okay bad. all right Bring me your horse but light santa bring me the head of josh groban on a stick All right. And mistletoe. All right. Um, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, paired up with Frosty the Snowman. So, as far as I'm concerned, there's only one version of this song. There's actually two. Two. I'll say. So this is another one. You can you can play the. You're right. There's one. So uh, Amy Man covers "You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch," which I think is hilarious. Okay. Thorough Ravenscroft. Did not vet the song before I started. Hmm. Okay. That's interesting. Maybe find that, an Amy Man. That person. preview. Hang on a second. That did not have any lyrics to it in the whole clip. Nope. I wonder if that's maybe just not the right version of the album possible um let's see if this one here on audio works so i definitely had a working you're a mean one there you are mr grinch you really are a heel you're as cuddly as a cactus you're as charming as an eel mr grinch You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. Jay. Hello. Fun fact. In addition to your mean one, Mr. Grinch, what else is Thurl Ravenscroft known for? Boy, you know, I don't know. He is the voice of Tony the Tiger. They're great. Ah, oh, they are great. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not. They're okay. Yeah, they're definitely okay. They're not bad. But on, they're if you good. were like if you were like uh top ten like sugary bad for you cereals, I don't think it makes a cut. This is another this is a whole other episode. We don't have time for this. Certainly if it if we did a the list about breakfast cereals, top five, no way. Top five now. Maybe top you're 10. maybe you're right. Maybe I shouldn't be so quick to say top ten. Maybe they'd be in that bottom five. R write down, make a note for us, uh, do a cereal battle. Uh, uh, enough, man. 
All right, so you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, um, up against... I tried to buy HBOWP this weekend, and I could not find them. Hmm. I haven't had HBOWP in a long time. I don't know why. I don't need a whole lot of cereal either. Now I got to... There you are. You're right. It was the, I think, the audio thing, the streaming. I was saying that I have not had Honey Bunches Oats with peaches in a long time myself. I've not looked for them, so. Ah. Okay, well. Anywho, anywho. uh, We were doing. Frosty the Snowman. Frosty Snowman. And that old silk hat they found. Oh, when they placed it on his head, he began to dance around. Frosty the Snowman was alive as he could be. Children say he could laugh and play just the same as you and me. So, so I like I like Grinch better, but but I like the performance of that song. He just like chomps at the lyrics with that old they found. Yeah. Boy, that's. I like your main one, Mister Grinch. Good. Okay, so we agree. Especially like in the spirit of quirky ditties, definitely the quirkier mm-hmm. ditty, and a, d- a different type of Christmas song too. Mm-hmm. Kind of fun. Now we've got "Baby, It's Cold Outside" against Little Saint Nick. Okay, so let's see. We'll, we'll do the original Esther Williams, Ricardo Montalban, "Baby, It's Cold Outside." Mm-hmm. Boy, nailed it. That was another uh, orchestral. Another instrumental, instrumental version. Yep. So instead, okay, here's a great, maybe it's cold outside. No caps to be had out there. Now I wish I knew yeah. how. Your eyes are like starlight now. I'll take your hat, your hair looks I ought to say no, no, no. Mind if I'm moving closer. At least I want to say that I tried. What's the sense in hurting my pride? I really can't stay. Baby, don't hold out. Very cute, flipping the boy and girl mm-hmm. part. I saw a performance with Lady Gaga and Joseph Gordon-Levitt where they did that as well. Oh. It was okay. fun. I'll take that. Um, and I do. I mean, I like Zoe Deschanel's voice, so I know some people uh-huh. don't. I like M. Ward's voice. There you go. Well, yeah, he's actually, I mean. He's like he's super good. Singer, yeah. Right. Right. Um, so we'll put that up against Little St. Nick. Only, Only one, one version, version, right? Yeah. I have... Santa hits a gas man, just watch your appeal. It's the little Saint Nick. It's the little Saint Nick. Saint Nick. Run, run, reindeer. Run, run, reindeer. <laughs> what was that noise? What was what noise? I heard. <laughs> oh, I've got my uh, beer bottle and ice here and a bucket oh, of ice. So, so, yes. Okay, Jay, this may surprise you. I don't love Little Saint Nick, despite being a huge Beach Boys fan. It's not a great song. It's a little phoned in. It is. I mean, the the harmonizing is good, but the lyrics are meh. It doesn't really capitalize on either Christmas or surf rock. No, I'm not even sure what a Little Saint Nick is. Uh, Little Saint Nick a car? Or are they referring to a car? It's probably a car or a lady. 
I mean, it's early Beach Boys. Yeah. Pretty sure it's referring to a car. Anyway, but I also think that Baby It's Cold Outside is one of the most hit or miss and overdone songs. Like I, uh, yes, a bad a bad duet. It can be painful. Mm-hmm. All, I do, there's enough I do like, good versions. I do like the interplay of a duet, though. You know, it's not just a back and forth. I like that, you know, everyone is singing over each other and that the rhythm of the song is composed of the interruptions and the layering. Yes. It's very cheeky, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm, I'm definitely voting right. for that one. I'm on board with that. Our last matchup in the Quirky Diddy's Quadrant, mm-hmm. Let It Snow versus Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Ah, interesting. Okay. So let's see what we got here. Uh, let It Snow. I'm sorry. That was the wrong. That was the wrong song. All the way home I'll be warm and the fire is slowly dying and my dear we're still goodbye. But as long as you love me so let it snow let it snow and snow. Dean Martin, let it snow. And so on. And uh, the best version of Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you better watch out. You better not oh, cry. Damn it. You better not bow. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. So, real talk? Mm hmm don't like bruce springsteen at all i well, i also do not like bruce springsteen ah wonderful okay. um i think i'm on fire is a good song it's a great song and that's the only bruce springsteen song i really like oh that is a good okay yep but he's he's not doing his yeah on there who does that's a that's a good who song. does the phil specter is that who you were looking for the phil specter santa claus is coming to town what were you looking for yeah uh, that's the crystals. crystals. There we go. There you are. So that is a good, a very good version of that song. However, I don't really like that song in general. I can't. I. I think it's got really strange lyrics. It does. Like they're really insidious and threatening. Mm-hmm. When you take a step back, it sounds like lyrics, like if there was a 24 Christmas special, I feel like Jack Bauer could just say the lyrics to <laughs> Santa Claus is coming to town to somebody he had tied up. I'm pretty sure it's the same, it would it's the same monologue that Liam Neeson hasn't taken. I think so. You better watch out. You bet. You better not cry. You better not pat. I'm telling you why. The boss man, Santa. You have a st- he's coming to town. Specific set of You're not going to be happy when he. I have a specific set of skills made while flying through the air. <laughs> That's a hell of a skill. Santa does have yeah, that's, that's, a specific set of skills. Very specific. All right. 
So uh, let it go. Snow moves <laughs> yeah, I on. Think so. I, I really like that Dean mm-hmm. Martin version too. That's so good. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's a legitimately mm-hmm. good song. And now here we are on the modern playlist, the final of the We're, sectors. We have "All I Want for Christmas Is You" and "Wonderful Christmas Time." All right, so this is easy because we have two definitive versions of both of these songs to go for. Yeah, so. uh, Mariah Carey and uh, John Lennon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And no horns to get in your way. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got Mariah Carey. Here's Sir Paul McCartney. That only comes the time of year. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. The choir of children sing I'm interested to hear what you have to say first. Have we ever talked about either of these songs before? I don't think we have. I'm of the opinion mm-hmm. that Wonderful Christmas Time is the worst Christmas song ever written. Agreed, agreed. I feel like I'm trapped in some hell where there's an old navy and no doors to get out. Now, we've talked about some bad songs. Grandma Got Never by a Reindeer. Mm-hmm. Oh, Christmas Two Front Teeth. I, uh, Paul McCartney is an enigma. Right? Like... Do people play this song because it's Paul McCartney and they feel like they're obligated to play that song? Is that why it's popular? Or do I, people actually like this song? I don't know. Like every time it's just like, bah, 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 bah. like, okay, so that sounds dated, I guess, but it's, it's like aggressively bad, mm-hmm. like t- trying to, like just trying too hard. I love and failing at every i like a lot of i still like a lot of 80s synth sounds i'm way on board (laughs) with some weird stuff but that it's something about like the way it wobbles and i don't know however yeah Also bad. Oh, see, I, this is this this is not as bad, not by any stretch of the imagination. The lyrics are bad. I think it's. I mean, that's the shins. I think that's a good version of it. But you're right. It's a bad. I like. I like this. I like the shins yeah. a lot. I like that's a, a lot. bad song. That's a bad All song. I want for Christmas is you. so. Yep. I see. This is why Car- Carrie on. likes to call me up when that song's on the radio, <laughs> and just put and just put her phone by the radio until I hang up. It's an annual tradition. That's really good. Uh, <laughs> That's really good. It's the worst. Uh, you know, because I see Carrie, I'm like, oh, Carrie's call. What's up? It's like, bam, 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 bam. God damn it. Mm. Again, every holiday season. Okay. Uh, next up Blue Christmas versus Happy Christmas War is Over. Ah, with Paul McCartney. Start yep. falling. That's when. 
Elvis Presley. Now, here's something that I did not prepare for. I'm going to have to go to YouTube and find Happy... YouTube, they've done some Christmas songs. We were in the car yesterday morning. Megs turns to me and says, you know what? I hate YouTube. Oh, wow. I agree. Good for you. Really? Mm -hmm. I do not. Never have. Don't like YouTube. Man, Octung baby. Ach, really good. Tung baby. Octung baby. Octung baby. So, sorry. The so this song is not available on iTunes or like RDO even I to preview. Okay. So. Uh, oh, yes, of course. I don't think any of the Lennon or Beatles yeah. stuff is. Oh, the Beatles stuff is. Mm-mm. They made a big deal of Oh, well, on iTunes. <laughs> on iTunes. Thanks a lot, folks, and a happy uh, good and so this is Christmas. I hope you have fun. The Give me your take. What you I actually towards. really like Happy Christmas War is over. I'm I, I I I like it too more than I probably should. Um I can't quite say why I like it. I uh, yeah. I don't know what. I mean, I think I think Blue Christmas is just kind of a mess song and it's it's a shame yeah. of all of Elvis's and, songs and that that's what the Christmas song is known for. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe that's kind of like the beat. I mean, maybe Beatles didn't really do a lot of Christmas songs, right. but I mean, he does, there are other Elvis Christmas songs, like, but that's just the one that he kind of put a particular spin on. Yeah, I think about that as a definitive mm-hmm. version. I, I can even think of bands. Uh, Blue Christmas is on the She and Him Christmas album. I actually think it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go with Happy Christmas. I write down Happy Christmas. Yeah. Can we just move, not play that that's anymore? The misfits. Uh, God, that's another song that's not on here. Man, Father Christmas by the Kinks. Hmm. Dab dab be in my top Christmas songs. Yeah, there there are a bunch of random ass shit as we go toward the end here that would have been better served with other replacements. Mm-hmm. But. but instead, we've got What Christmas Means to Me and Mary. Did you know? Mr. Stevie, Word Mr. Up. Stevie Wonder. Uh, Mary, did you know, as made famous by Kenny Rogers and Winona Judd. One day walk on water. Mary, did you know that? That's enough, right? Okay. Yeah, what Christmas means to me is moving uh, on. Huh? Next up, Feliz Navidad 
and Christmas in Dixie. song we know so well okay so i'm gonna play two versions of christmas and dixie okay it's the original alabama Kind of an innocuous country song, Alabama. I like this version more. This is the Blind Boys of Alabama. It's a little, a little more to it. Out in California, the sun is shining down, and maybe down in Memphis. Despite the fact that I live in Dixie, I kind of like Feliz True. Navidad. I like Feliz Navidad. It's kind of hard to dislike that song. All right. So I, I object to this on the list. We have, for the second time tonight, Little Drummer Boy. Specifically, however, the Bowie Crosby version. Which, the reason I object to it, not that I necessarily object to this version, but we've already had Little Drummer Boy. We've been considering, you know, all of the different versions kind of as we've gone Mm -hmm. on. So it seems odd to call out one specific version. But nevertheless, here we are. Very specifically, the uh, David Bowie, Bing Crosby version of Little Drummer Boy against Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC. Sorry, I have to scrub through the uh, YouTube video here. Yeah, news sure travels fast. I did not have it preloaded. Hey, um, In fact, I've got a six-year-old son. Oh, do you, David Bowie? Why don't we uh, reload? Sorry. Can it be years from now? See, perhaps we'll see our finest Do you hear any more of that? No, I'm. I mean, I'm oh, good. Okay. I'm definitely familiar with that version. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by InSync. I mean, I'm not voting against David Bowie. I'm voting against David Bowie. I think that song sucks. Wow. What? Bing Crosby's too old. They don't have any chemistry in it. I don't know. I think that Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays 
Yeah, it's a boy band song on Product Roots era, but it's it's not it's not even that it's not even that terrible. It's, it's I mean, really like, well um, produced. It's upbeat. it's it just it just sits there. It's so forgettable. It's it's, it's super inoffensive. I mean, there's nothing to mm-hmm. not like about it. I mean, you know, I'm not not here some big in sync fan or anything, but it's just Wait, you know just kind of there. You're not in sync fan. I'm not. I oh. I thought I knew you. Well, I was expecting. So when I I had I had never heard that song, and I listened to it when I got it, being like, I'm gonna shit all over this song because it's in sync. And you listen to it, and you're like, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think you know, here are five talented singers singing a Christmas song. I'm not sure what's to really get all that riled up about. It's it's not a terrible. I think song. that if you had known that song, like in its day in its particular era, that you would have more of an attachment to it or understanding of of what it meant at the time for there not to be a whole lot of Christmas songs. Um, mm-hmm. a whole lot of new Christmas songs, you know, originals and for the right sounds to come along to speak to a particular generation of teenage girls. I like, I think it's a, a really good song. And Bobby. And me. I, well, I mean, I, I'm happy to defer to you on that one. I mean, there's, there is, I, I don't mind that original little drummer boy. I think it's kind of weirdly fascinating. Um, I would it, rather listen to I, on one hand, it's also a sad cash in on the other hand. I would rather listen to Stephen Colbert sing, Are You High? Right? Oh, God. That's... That is... God damn no, no. it. I haven't watched that again the, again this year. Um, so good. Can I interest you in Hanukkah? <laughs> Maybe something in a festival of lights. Anyway. All right. I'll write down Merry Christmas Happy Holidays. Moving right along. Moving right along, uh, Footloose and Fancy Free, please come home for Christmas and let me sleep. It's Christmas time. So there's the original Please Come Home for Christmas. I'll play a snippet of. Mm, once again, wise will be singing silent night. All right, well known. Another good kind of sad song, but a good Motown upswingy tempo to it. But the reason it's on here in this list, according to AOL, is because of this uh, Bon Jovi version. Just for context, as to why this like classic song ended up in this strange, or in this category, right? Um, and then let me sleep. It's Christmas time. Pearl Jam. Oh, please let me sleep. It's Christmas time. I don't know. These are both bad songs. <laughs> yeah, the the original Charles Brown version is a good song. The Bon Jovi okay. cover is kind of meh. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's inoffensive. I I don't have any particular feelings about Pearl Jam in general, but I don't think that's a very good Christmas song. <laughs> I mean, Jeremy's all right. I mean, Ten is a good album. I like yeah. Ten. 
these that is kind of the beginning and end of my Pearl Jam thoughts. Mm-hmm. That's okay. So that's it. We'll put a please come home for Christmas. Moving on to the next round. Okay, I'm writing mm-hmm. it down. Mm-hmm. Writing it down. We've got la- last Christmas and Christmas wrapping. Okay. Wham. I'll give it to someone special. special. We need like a little chorus here, like this. Come on. There we go. They've made these iTunes previews so long, which is great, because it used to be like 30 seconds. Now yeah. it's a minute and a half. But then you... The whole song for free. So there's uh, Last Christmas by Wham. Yup. And then uh, Christmas Wrapping by The Waitresses. Christmas wrapping by far. That is if you vote for any of this wham nonsense, I don't know if we can move okay. move forward. I agree with you. However, I do like Last Christmas. And I also like the Taylor Swift cover, but we don't have to get into that. It could be Jesus. There's so much I have to tell you. There's so much you don't know. It, maybe you shouldn't come to Richmond. <laughs> yeah. Uh Christmas wrapping is a fun song. It's super fun. I like it's that song. Weird. Very hip, yeah. Um, all right, our very last matchup of the first round after two hours of flapping mm-hmm. our gums. Christmas, baby, please come home and let it be Christmas. Okay. Let every heart sing, let every bell ring, the story. Okay. Will you just type? I'm just gonna. I mean, it's Darlene Love. Type Christmas baby, please come home in that uh, little thing there. Uh, uh, if people don't know, so Darlene Love for like the last 22 years has rounded out the last Letterman of the year and come on and sung that song live. And they like d- rehearse like bigger and bigger like crazy choreography in the background. And like when the sax solo comes, there's like some bigger nonsense that he does every year so of course it's gonna be the last year they're gonna do it with letterman retiring mm-hmm. so should be I'm big excited to check that out should be big yeah should be pretty big sorry alan jackson that song is bad <laughs> also i'm not sure yes. why baby christmas baby please come home is here yeah the modern song from 1963 right. uh I, yeah moderner it's certainly not a kooky classic or whatever the heck that other category was so all right, that is it. That's round one. <sighs> Bobby, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted too. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break. We're going to cut this up into two episodes. What? Uh, yep. I've got to wait for a whole other episode before we You're finish this. Have to wait for a whole other episode. I don't have to uh, wait because we're going to record it right away, right? 
No, you're fine. You can oh, stay. Thank you, thank Actually, you. I would prefer if you stay. Oh, okay. Everyone else is going to have to wait, and we'll put up the uh, the second episode on Christmas Eve. Oh, wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it's a gift. Okay. A Christmas gift for you? Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for, for this half of the episode. I'll play out a little uh, outro music here. Yep. Do it. And then, um, hang on a second. Let me see, see if I can find a little one of these. Thank you.